Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the BB Show. As always, I'm your host, Beebs. I'm here with my co-host, Chen. It's Sunday. We're here to react to week uh, week 11. I yeah, week 11. How you doing today, man? Doing all right. It was uh, weird not having to, you know, stress or have anything going on with the Packers. Just kind of got to watch some different games today and truly just enjoy football. A lot of surprises. That's yeah. For sure. I mean, we're going to get into it, but... Yeah, we yeah. can kick it off. I, um, I'll just, you know, you mentioned the Packers. Go, we'll, we'll rewind to Thursday night really quick. Um, when it comes to stressing about the Packers, I've been here for a couple weeks. Um, I had a little bit of a resurgence of hope, but uh, ultimately ended up back where I firmly stood for a couple weeks there. The season was over a long time ago. I'm wondering if you've reached that point. Um. I mean, for my own sanity, like, I have to just hope, like, they're, mathematically, it's still there. The Vikings, the way it happened today, I mean, who knows? Maybe I think I, I'll say this. I've gotten to the point where I'm thinking about losing more games to get a higher draft pick. That's how far well, I pref- Yeah, I mean, if and if that's the route we're going to go, yeah, I'd prefer that. Like, it's if we see Jordan Love start, that's just going to what it's going to tell me. I actually it. also am at the point where my NFL futures bet, he's at seven interceptions on the year. And if they bench him, I will be very, very happy because he'll push. And that would be oh, good. Really? That would be very good. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then I also, I, I think the bet's kind of, do- it's off topic, but the bet's kind of doomed anyways because I don't think Brandon Cooks is going to reach his thousand yards. So. Mm, uh, yeah yeah tragic yeah but outside of that i mean derrick henry kind of had his field day did his thing 28 carries i guess he only had 87 yards um and now looking at the box score it was I, just I, the consistent it was like yeah it was a consistent three yards know. but the, the difference in this game looking at it ryan Tannehill, master class performance 22 of 27 333 yards um and then kind of the emergence i did say this uh trayvon burks um finally healthy yeah. started the year on ir started the year a little slow then went on ir for turf toe i think so figures um uh, but yeah he's one of the more explosive rookie wide receivers of this class who hasn't gotten a lot of time on the field um sucks as a packers fan but it was good to see him you know have his best best game yet as a career um i am a proud dynasty fantasy owner of Traylon burks so i might be a little biased when it comes to that but yeah, yeah. fair enough I mean, it really just comes down to if he does develop into that solid threat. Because then I think Titans, I mean, yeah, they beat us, which for most unbiased people, yeah, they expected that, you know. But they have, like, their three losses this year were all against good teams. I believe it was the Giants in week one. The Chiefs are in there. Well, yeah, I have forgotten, and maybe this will serve as a reminder for some people, the Titans were (laughs) 0-2. Yeah. Yeah, bless and you, now they you. are sitting at like they're sitting at seven and three, which for yeah, a with team an, that, with an overtime loss to the Chiefs. Yeah, and a team with that Malik Willis had right. Tannehill's not even been there. There's no really stability. There's been injuries on the other side of the ball. The fact they're just this good of a team, I, I really think it's all down to coaching. I mean, you saw the different ways they utilized Derrick Henry. That jump pass, I feel like. It works all the time, but the way they run it, like the fact Derrick Henry can get right up to the line, like it looked like a run all the way. Normally a guy will just get it, go like a couple steps and throw. Derrick Henry sold that. Like he he probably could have scored either way, but the point being is they just are so creative with their play calling. If they're getting another guy unlocked like Traylon Burks, that's going to be a problem because this team hasn't needed to throw the ball all year and they're still seven and three. Yeah, um, Tannehill is capable. I think part of it is, you know, our defense isn't going to get to the pass rush. Like losing Rashawn Gary is a huge deal. Our pass rush just went from like pretty good to bottom. Of the barrel, I mean, well, let's just say opinion. like this. I mean, I've already made it very clear that I want the Packers to get a higher draft pick. I mean, the Packers. Yeah. If it's not mathematically over, it's it's over. And honestly, and this will. As we go on, especially if they keep losing, you know, I'll cease to keep talking. But I'll say this: like it's just a, 
it's not just because Devontae Adams left. Well, that's you know definitely a part of it. Uh, it. There's a number of other things here, and you can point to, you know, people ask the question, who needs to go, right? You have a season like this, you're supposed to be so good, and then you fall so far short of expectations. Uh, I think it's not Lafleur or Rogers. I think it, I think it's um, I can't pronounce his name. Gunkis, the GM. Uh, I mean, that's an argument to um, me. And, and I'll make the argument that that this you can tie this all back to the Jordan Love draft pick. So yeah, yes, you pissed him off. You got two years of MVP performances, but now we got nothing um, out of that, and that could have well, been. Well, something. that was a wasted pick. They ran too deep, like. Devontae Wyatt barely has played, I feel like, this year. And when he does, the impact has been crazy. And then you go and draft Quay Walker, who, as much of a physical specimen he should be, the signs were kind of already there just looking at film. Like, he played on Georgia, like, the greatest college defense of yeah. all time, at least up there. At the Everybody on that, you know, his entire front seven went pro with him. So to see him just struggling to make plays when he's our standalone middle linebacker, when Devondre Campbell's not there, yeah. that's doesn't surprise me. And I know they're not going to put McDuffie over him because of Quay Walker's status, but like he clearly got exposed multiple times where he'll take one or two, three steps in the wrong direction before realizing like happened on the first drive with Dontrell Hilliard. There's many other examples, not only this yeah. game, but this year, like I, I just don't like the way he's drafted and people are giving some praise for the AJ Dillon pick. But I'm sorry. No, like, he's been terrible this year. year. Who cares? He's yeah, been like, terrible who cares? this year. And so and, um, when you're whiffing on all these picks and then you Yeah, and if Seattle, it weren't for the last two weeks, Christian Watson mm. would have been a massive whiff. He'd have been yeah. 0 for 3 off the Devontae Adams. Right. 0 for 3. And you can say what you want about Watson's emergence, but he's, mm. I mean, you know, he's clearly a threat. Like, it, we're not sitting. I mean, he leaves yeah, the touchdowns should now, work. So, um, but... Yeah, and it, that's your only solid pick, though, when like you have two first rounders, and it kind of looks like you missed on both of them already. Like, come yeah. on, man. And I, 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 I just, I think, but but it goes deeper than that. You know, I, I, I when I was going to make my point, this was going to be my closing statement. You know, yes, I think that if somebody has to go, it should be him and not Lafleur or Rogers. But I think the greater issue here is just like overconfidence in the locker room. I mean. You heard it from a number of guys after they lost to the Jets, after they lost to the Giants. They were like, oh, you know, we're fine. We're fine. You know, we we lost to the Vikings. We'll, we'll get the Jets next week, and then we'll beat the Commanders. And then, you know, we, we got an easy schedule. We'll be good. And now you find yourself. You were 3-1. and one, Now you're 4-7. and seven, uh, And you got yeah. the Eagles next week. So, and we could talk about that. Like, I think the Eagles are a beatable team, but this is just a home loss to the Titans. Right. And say what you want about the Titans being good. You could have lost this game if you'd have beat the Commanders. You could have lost this game if you'd have beat the Jets. Right. Or if you just snuck that yeah. game out in London. And it's just like, now you can't afford to do this and put yourself against the wall because you were so cocky. I think it was Jair Alexander who said that uh, week four or five. They were like, ah, oh, we're good. You know, we'll wake up. And it was like, you're not waking up, dude. Like, you're just bad. You guys are playing bad. You know, if you're an NFL team and your mindset is, we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out later, That that's. You see what I mean? You see the answer on the field, right? You can't expect can't expect results like that. So yeah, you know, talking about and here's another thing I, I did want to talk about today. Did you see the the Derek Carr rumors? What was that? That they're gonna cut him? Yeah, this year. Yeah, I Do mean it's have... it's a very real idea. So my my question then is what what happens with Devontae? Well, if he doesn't like uh, Stroud or Bryce Young, I mean, that's the direction they're going at this point. They're going to be right behind the Texans. I mean, um, did Devontae Adams – I can't even think of a worse – maybe Le'Veon Bell? Like, But that's a running back. Well, the Le'Veon like Bell situation, I mean, he's, he makes less money, and Le'Veon Bell just kind of fell off talent-wise. Yeah, it's like more it's, of like the, – the, like, I, I do see the similarities of like the Jets crashing and burning – yeah, when just like a there, complete self-destruct. Well, I'm not even saying Devontae Adams is the reason for the Raiders' lack of success. No, it's basically everything around him is crumbling. Like even having yeah, Josh and, so I'm just saying like a ball, complete like... self-destruction to your own career. And we're running out of hypothetical here if they cut Carr, which was the entire reason he wanted to go there, was to play with his college quarterback. Um, yeah. 
you know, <laughs> I, 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 it, I don't know if it gets much worse than, you know, oh, I, I don't want to play for Rodgers anymore. We just went to back-to-back. Or I guess they didn't make the NFC Championship. We just won, you know, 13 games three years in a row. I don't want to be here anymore. I, I get the most catches. I'd be the most highest-paid receiver. But I want to play for Derek Carr. He's my buddy. And then after one year of winning three games, um, he's gone, and you're stuck in Oakland of all – well, I guess Vegas, but – you're stuck here in a just a dysfunctional franchise historically. And yeah, that uh, would be. There's there, my just uh, stat of the day. And uh, we'll do a quick exercise. Who do you think has had a three touchdown game the most recent? All right. Three passing touchdowns or more. Passing touchdowns? Mitchell Trub. Yep. In a game more recently, Mitchell Trubisky or Derek Carr. Probably Trubisky. I, th- I want to think he had one this year, and I don't think Carr has one this year. Derek Carr, Mike White. No way. It's been that long. In my final, uh, oh, you think that's long? Derek Carr, Drew Brees. <laughs> no way. It has been, I believe, a two or three. No, so, four, okay, here's four, the four-year stretch. That's an interesting stat, though, because like that's gotta apply. There's gotta be other anomalies like that where it's like, you know, right? Just, how far I, I does like Ryan Tannehill? It no, it's like it's very interesting stat. Like, how far does like a guy like Ryan Tannehill go back without throwing three touchdowns? Right? Like the Raiders. I mean, not probably not that far. The Raiders have had success with their car as recent as last year. Right? They won eleven for games. sure. So it's like, you know, it's very interesting as a passer to look. But, but uh, I mean, there's got to be – like, how far does, like, a guy like Daniel Jones go back before he threw three t- – I mean, has he ever thrown three touchdowns? And it's like he's a competent yeah. starter at this point in his career. Like, he's he's started. So, I think without Saquon, the Daniel Jones might be looking for a different job next year, though. I don't know, that, man. Kind of he was pretty good today, and Saquon wasn't. Yeah, but even then they, they lost the Lions today. And, I think that you know the, I understand. At, well, that, at the way things are shaking out, and you'll agree with this, there's no way that the Giants move on from Daniel Jones next year because one, they're going to be in the playoffs, and he's had the best year of his career. Two, how are they going to get anybody to move on? Like to move no, on? Yeah, just, unless they want to, they're just, going to be in the playoffs. They're not going to have a high draft pick or anything like that. So yeah. they'd have to make a run at Brady, which you would never do. They would have to potentially Jimmy G if you think that's a major upgrade. I don't. Derek Carr, like I just and it also is really just dependent on like the views of people on the NFL because I know a lot of people are really high on Derek Carr and still think like he's a really well, good quarterback. I think he's a top then, fifteen quarterback. Yeah, I mean he's and then, I mean, I'm saying this people would probably think like top ten. I mean that might be more Raiders buyers fan, but no, I put him in the Kirk Cousins tier. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But even then, I feel like this year it's like Kirk Cousins seems far and away better. And you could attribute yeah, that's that to this like year. But if you a better rewind offense, it to, rewind but, it to last year, I mean, you know, that's why it's the Kirk Cousins tier. Go, go, it's, it's like it's goes yeah, like this. it's kind of <laughs> in there. Yeah, it's you never really know. But uh, I don't think he should be as glorified as some people prop up to. He's right in that like. Middle, you know, if there's an out and think about what is around him, and there's still yeah, but like you guys, I'm not saying me, it's his fault. You've heard but, me talk high about Carson Wentz and that he's the best B tier starter. I would put Car there, I would take Derek Carr before Carson Wentz. We and I would that, assume, but even then, I don't, do you, Carson th- Wentz you just think got Wentz, benched for Taylor Heineke? But kind of keeps being good, and his team's six and five. Like, That's I'm just fair, saying, but you, I think we if can you both, put Wentz like, in there, like. I think Heineke's probably had a three touchdown game. I think that you're Carr, you're like, taking some of the Josh McDaniels fault and putting it on Carr as well, and I think that that's unnecessary because we saw Carr without Josh McDaniels and the best receiver in football, not even twelve months, win eleven yeah. games and go to the playoffs with an interim head yeah. coach. Now that's a fair take. It is, but we'll see how the rest of the year plays but out. It, it, if they don't get rid of McDaniels. Apparent. Yeah, it's becoming more apparent that that's where they're at. Is they would rather keep McDaniel's and move on from Carr, which is which is just, I mean, mind boggling. It was. Is it's, he going to go? McDaniel's going to go and bring in Tebow again? Yeah, because like, I would. I mean, you know where Carr is going to end up, right? The biggest QB where? carousel in the league. He's going to Indianapolis. 
Oh boy. And even then they try to find a way to just Oh, and they'll find worse. a way to win eight to nine games and barely miss the playoffs because that's what they're gonna Every do this single... year. Yep. <laughs> but uh um, go figure. I don't know how we got here from Thursday night football, but I do I, I do yeah, it's okay. I do want to move on to um we can get into the games today. Yeah, yeah. get into the games from today. And let's kick it off. We had a, a classic uh, Chicago three point loss to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I don't know if Fields is for sure hurt. Um, I know he was being looked at in the tent. I don't know if he came back. I don't know Uh, what He kept really grabbing at that shoulder, but it's his left one. So Um, I think that just kind of gives him discomfort as a runner. Shouldn't necessarily hold him out. It's like yeah. a broken collarbone or something really. It, it's just becoming so clear. And I don't know why this is so tied to the Roquan Smith trade where Justin Fields just decided to flip a switch. But it, it seems like ever since they made that move, they've lost every game by like three points. And maybe it is every game by three points. And it's like, man, it's cool. If they could just not give up 27 points to the Falcons and stop the run, yeah, they would have won today. Oh, man, if they could have stopped the Lions offense. Maybe if they had the best linebacker in the league, they would have won today. Oh, man, if they could slow down Tua just even a little bit more, they were right there. This is the best offense in the league. All they needed to do was just give up less than 35 points. They would have won today. Right. And it's becoming a common theme. And for a franchise that's historically known for their for their defense being better than their offense, um, it's very interesting to see the change of pace, number one. And number two, it's becoming comical. Um because how much more can Justin Fields do? I understand that maybe today wasn't his best performance of the year, but he still ran for 85 yards and a touchdown. He had seven incompletions. He did throw an interception, but he also threw a touchdown. Um, and they yeah. scored 24 points in Atlanta. And I know I picked Atlanta, but it's just like they found a way to lose by three points. And it's just like I, I, it's, I don't know. There's not – yeah, whole – I mean, they want to be losing – maybe, they, maybe they're doing this on purpose to give Fields confidence, and they want to be losing games at this point to – move up in the draft like you know we were talking about with the Packers and it's right. like you know they're just making it look good right uh, maybe that's what it is but hey, yeah we'll see I mean bottom line is I feel like they're going to get one of these it's the reason I picked them was going in I'm like they really going to lose you know which they did you know <laughs> by a couple points but when you're like on the edge and the way field has been playing I understand it's not perfect as a passer but it's pretty good given what he has in front of him, right? Like, yeah. you just traded for Claypool, and he's kind of battling his, like, not even really – you want him to be your number two, but he hasn't really been that. And I, I don't know. There's just not a whole lot of consistency in the past game. So for him to be kind of somewhat efficient today, do what he does running the ball. I mean, you look at Mark Jackson, Jalen Hurts, that's always valuable, and he – He's not bad at throwing it. Like, this is not a Tebow Kaepernick like situation yeah. where they're wildly inaccurate with the football. And, you know, you get in like two minute drills and you can't use them. That's not true. Like, yeah. they're able to throw the ball to very subpar uh, pass catchers, in my opinion. But uh, overall, they'll get one. I'm glad they're not. It's fun. Atlanta. I, I, I keep think, I, I keep hope we get in front of him for a pick. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. That's the danger. Um, Atlanta, and I want to say this: I keep getting to the point with Atlanta where it's like I, I really want to write them off, right? I just do what I do with the Saints. Ah. Sorry, and here we are. Can you hear me? Oh, man. yeah, no, no worries, man. Yeah, my uh, my mic came unplugged. So I was saying with Atlanta, I I really want to get to the point where I can just write them off. Like, I really want to get to that point where I can just kind of like I did with New Orleans, just be like, yeah, their season's over, right? But then they get the day of this really easy schedule where it's like, oh, man, well, I think they can beat the Bears. Let me pick them. And now they're five and six. And it's like they went yeah. on this, this losing streak, and, and all of a sudden they're in a, they're five and six in an NFC where everything's wide open. So I don't really have much to say with Atlanta. It, it's just going to come down to the wire with their playoff hopes. But the fact that they're even here is, is a testament to Arthur Smith. So – those are my closest yeah. thoughts. With it, with it no, they're there. staying alive. They are. And uh, I, I will just – they might get that wild card spot. They might win the division. I mean, who knows at this point. That's how yeah. wide open 
you know, not only the division, but the NFC is, as a whole. Um, another noon game that just really caught my mind. because I was close with that Jets-Patriots game. I was Oh, close. what a dumpster fire that was. Oh, my and gosh. Really bad to watch how the Jets were – I mean – yeah, I mean, yeah, we know all year the defense. Like Belichick, really good. <laughs> Belichick, man, he he owns the Jets. This is the. <laughs> I just I'm, think Zach Wilson is very bad at football. Oh, like, if they so, had pretty much so any cool. other, I think Dude, I he was really nine think of Flacco. twenty-two today. Right, and I'm sorry, but you really think Joe Flacco would do a better job? Like, Here's the problem I, with the Joe Flacco stuff is when they're not going to do earlier, I'm convinced that he was audibling to like a pass every play because he wanted to, because they went from and throwing more 50 times a game. Did it work? Because they were bet their best football. They were three and one. Wilson. Yeah, but I still think their best football was when Wilson came back and they committed to Brees Hall and Michael Carter 35 times a game, and now they're stuck in this limbo where it's like Brees Hall's hurt. We traded for James Robinson. He still seems Carter to and Robinson. It's not the same. It's man. not the same. And Robinson seems to be getting accustomed to the offense, you know, week by week at this point. And Wilson is just not there to, to you know, help out. But yeah, I, I still, I still ask the question: Is Wilson really a better option than Sam Darnold was? And I, I just no. Emphatic, I emphatically say no. I don't know why they moved on from him. Like it was, you know. It There's wasn't, no need. you know, it, it's, I mean, he was not as bad as Wilson is now where it's like blatantly apparent that they need to draft another quarterback because he's a bust. And it's like, you, you put yourself in this hole. What could they have done with that second overall pick? You know, if they just, mm. you know, like <laughs> look at the way they hit. Buy last another piece. Year. Yeah. yeah could look have been way, piece look at the defense. way they hit last year. They hit on Elijah Moore a couple years back. They hit on Garrett Wilson this year. They hit on Brees Hall, Quentin Williams. So it's like, Man, they're they're drafting well. They're on a hot streak. What could they have done if they didn't draft Zach Wilson? But yeah, yeah, those things happen. Good for Belichick still extending the streak. I still think the Jets are a good team and will stay alive. It's just uh, they need Joe Flacco for that playoff run. Yeah, but but it, it I, really like I'm hoping Zach Wilson just eats like two more bad games and then they're like screw it. Like even if Flacco plays poorly, at least he I don't think there, he was missing some bad throws today. And there was not like a weather reason. Like it was just, he can't make plays on the NFL yeah. level. It's yeah, bad. I agree. Well, he's nine of 22. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> well, and it was just, he's overthrowing guys on like, like swing routes and like the easy stuff he can't complete. Yeah. So I just, I really don't know what this he's going to be able to do. I, I just, I, just I, I, if they lose two more games and they bench Zach Wilson, I think their season's done. They're six and four, um, and I don't think they have those games to lose in their division. That's the reality of this: is is now they're below the Patriots in the playoff race, and they're going to be stuck there. Um, it, I'm pretty sure it's the first time they've played. No, it's not. No, it was second. No. Patriots yeah. won earlier so, this year too. So they're going to be stuck. There. Zach Wilson looked bad again. So <laughs> it's it, a common it's, theme. They're going to have to pull off a miracle to sneak in, but um, they're definitely, I'm not writing them off, but I'm, they're more written off than the Falcons. Does that make sense? Just the way things shake out in the AFC. And yeah, that's how you want to look at it. I think they're firmly in contention for a wild card spot. I think, well, yes. I don't think there's me a wild card team out of the South. I don't know what it looks like. Even the West, I mean, maybe the Chargers. Like, you're really only in the competition is the North. That's going to be either the Ravens and the Bengals. Like, there's a real shot the Jets are going to get in. Um, yeah, but at that point, I just, I'm just going to say this. I don't see four teams from the AFC East making the playoffs. That's where I'm saying they're first out. Yeah. That's your opinion. But yeah. Um, let's move on to another game from this window that caught my eye. Um, <laughs> Those dang Colts, man. They they almost, you know, and what this I was, did call this was, earlier this season. We can roll it back. I said that Frank Reich was on the hot seat. Now I didn't know he was you in did. the fire, but I'll give you that um, credit. And I, was, I and I, I was like, you know, Frank Reich. Um, yeah, and here we are. Jeff Saturday, aka Jeff Sunday, 
might be the best coach of all time. Yeah, so missed far. a missed field goal is really the difference here. Um, somewhat of a choke mm-hmm. job in the fourth. I, I point more just towards the one field goal being the difference. That's you know. Yeah, they played good today. They did. They played good. Jonathan. And I think Jonathan Taylor needs to play better though. He fumble like he has these fumbles here and there, and even like if you're just having one every couple games as a running back, that's not good. Like that, that is costing your team. That swings the momentum mm-hmm. and just kind of makes you skittish as a running back as well. The rest of the game. I think he had like, again, I'm glad I didn't pick him for fantasy because oh, even wow. if he had a decent day, but it was like 13 points for the day. I believe it was 16. He did score a touchdown and a couple of receptions. So. Yeah. Just depending on how much takeaway from the fumble, I guess. Either way. Um, According to ESPN, it was 16, and that's what we use for fantasy friends. So okay, yeah, I mean, it would have been better than Joe Mixon, but regardless. Uh, well, speaking okay. of Joe Mixon, I don't know what happened, but the Bengals are up 37 to 23 now. So yeah, they, lot, they, when we started the podcast, that was like 23 to 27. So Joe Burrow's know. going, he's going crazy, dumping it off to P Ryan and Tyler Irvin. I mean, it's oh, I forgot Mixon's I guess, out. Everybody else is taking over side. Actually, you know what? I'm going to – I have a game riding on uh, T. Higgins being a beast, and he kind of was being oh, a beast. Boy. Let me see if he kept it up. Yeah, he hasn't got another reception, so I love that for me. Um, oh, <laughs> I can't yeah, – There's a lot of running nine, he, Right now he's at nine for 148, so I, I can't really complain. I, I have more <laughs> to complain about with Saquon in that league. But um, back, to the Colt, back to the Colts and the Eagles here. Um, I, I, I'm just going to say this. They're four, six, and one. I don't think their season's over. Yeah, just because they're division. It's gonna be if they were baking on a wild card spot, they weren't gonna get it. Well, uh, but you know, even Tennessee is seven three. I think they might be screwed. That's where I'm saying is they're gonna have to get to at the very least nine, six, and one. Or is that how that works? How many games are left? It would be it would have to be like it'd be nine, nine seven and seven and one. Nine, seven, Even one. Then and I that, would I think that tie, 10, six, one. I would as well, but that tie could be that's where I'm saying if they can get to nine wins, ten wins, they'd have to basically they can only afford to lose one more game. But if they're gonna run with the Eagles, if they're gonna run with the Eagles, you know, say what you want about the Eagles rushing defense and why I think they're not going to the Super Bowl. I, I'm jumping on the bandwagon there when it comes to that. And I was very high on the Eagles, but now I don't know what the frick's going on at the NFC, and we'll get to that later. But yeah, <laughs> um, kind of a mess. I mean, anybody could come out of the NFC, but but I guess the Colts season. The reason I feel like it's not over is because I think not. Well, they definitely play the Texans again, and I'd have to look it's at free it. win. You know, I don't. I don't think it's realistic. They'd have to show that they're not an inconsistent team. Their schedule right now goes they play the Steelers next week on Monday night. I think that they can win that. That helps. But the Steelers do have the recipe to beat them. So mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to gain a lot of traction with the Steelers. Although they did just I thought they were gonna win they the did, just didn't. fumble the bag. Yeah. Uh the Colts uh, they 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 go Steelers, Cowboys, Vikings, Chargers, Giants, Texans. Yeah it's not yeah happening. that's not happening. <laughs> Although two, the thing with the thing with all these NFC teams is like every one of them lost today or or last week because the Cow like they've lost to a much inferior team, so yeah. it's gonna take a miracle for the Colts. But um, yeah, they're in the same boat as like the Packers right now. You know, yeah, I am Went concerned. Out, I am concerned happen. about the Eagles, though. I really am. I, I'm, There's concerns, but being a team that's sitting on nine and one, like they're not going to look. Oh, I mean, they're going to be fine. But if they start dropping games and like if it's a pattern, that's when I start to question it. Well, I'm they should have lost. To... They should have lost today, but right. Yeah. But you know, that's it, it, like if they don't start to get things right next week and then the following, then it's like okay, maybe this is a Steelers situation. But you know, it was just missed a couple drives they didn't usually get. I mean, there wasn't. Yeah really sloppy play or anything. It was just Colts, I think, are surprising a lot of people. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. We, we can move, move on. on. Yeah. Whoa, that was a nice jinx. Um, another, yeah. noon, another noon window. We mentioned earlier, Teo Heineke, finally, rightfully so, I think he get, he gets placed as the starter after another win. Um, the commies, mm. man, six yeah. and five. Yeah. You want to talk about people in the race? <laughs> we talk about the Falcons being in the race at five and six. Well, commanders. Oh, yeah. No. 
And, um, it's you know, every year we never like, you know, their division is no, insane, no one predicts them. But they make playoffs like once every couple of years. No one predicts them to go ever. No one in the beginning of the year is like, oh, I think commanders are. No, yeah. No one and whenever and whenever that. they do, they're terrible. Because I remember a couple of years back, everybody was like, really, it was and it was Antonio. It was last year when Antonio Gibson was coming off a really strong rookie year, and Chase Young yeah. was coming off, and everyone's like, this defense is going to be really good. Uh, they're going to be good. And uh, Taylor Heineke mm-hmm. was the year after Heineke lost to Brady, and uh, yeah, they were terrible. And now Heineke's back to being awesome. So one of my favorite guys yeah. to watch play football. So. Um, when it comes to the yeah. Texans, they're doing what they need to do. That's the bottom line. Um, yeah, Davis would like it if they day. would like it if they gave it to Damian Pierce a little bit more. But um, you know, they're they're doing yeah. what they need to do. They're getting they're getting their first overall pick. You know, even more so. Got to secure that first. Yeah, definitely. Got to know it's got to know what we're doing here. Got to know your priorities. But yeah, solid. You know, predictable. You know, it's yeah. not a whole lot else. I got to say, uh, Rams Saints box score. This was kind of predictable. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know if this was an upset technically. I don't know what Vegas had, but um, I went three people took game, Saints, huh? right? Yeah, Saints was the safe play here. Um, as much as I say their season's over, that the Rams is, is they're, they're just a bad team, man. Um, and, and I will say, I'm just gonna keep harping on it because it's one of my best aged takes. Go watch the uh season preview. I said the Rams are gonna make the playoffs, so um, yeah, said a lot of other things That's that are shaping proven- up. I've said a lot of other things that have proven to be false, but that one that one did prove to be correct. So I'm I'm very happy with that. Um, Andy Dalton, after Jameis Winston comes out and complains about losing his job because he got hurt, saying that's not the policy, uh, responds mm. with 21 of 25 for 260, three touchdowns. So pretty efficient day for the Red Rockets here. Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, Jameis Winston also just hasn't shown enough to justify. No, I thought his locked in starter. Like, I thought his comments were stupid. I mean, he had thrown five interceptions and four touchdowns through however many games he played. Um, it, that was not why he got benched. It was not because of his back. And, and you know. Right. It is what it is. No, it's just not what this team needs. And honestly, not a lot of teams need. <laughs> it's just an inconsistency at one of the most important positions. Just can't really have it. I understand he's talented, but. There's a reason they're going to go with Dalton. Was it the Rams last week that we talked about the over under on years until they're like relevant again? Or like back in the Super Bowl? Yeah, then we put it at like 10 or 12 years. <laughs> was it the Rams? Because I was going to do it again. It like it's, I can't remember who we did that for. It's going to be a long. It's bad, time. man. I think, um, yes or no, McVay retires after this year. I mean, age like isn't a factor given that he's still under 40. But yeah, if he's just like, well, made my money, I'm where I want to be in life. Don't want a Super Bowl. I'm trying to rebuild a team. Yeah, he could just bow out. Uh, I think Donald's. I think Donald's going to retire. He should have retired last year. He was so close to doing it too. And yeah, and that's again, like it kind of sucks because like if those guys, if if they want to do it, you know, more power to them. But they definitely still like McVay can still coach. Aaron Donald can still play. Like. Nidama can yeah. Sue can still get a contract. Aaron Donald, I think, realistically, still has five or six years left. No, I, mean, I think he has it, years. but I just think that he does want to play. That's right. That's well, yeah, especially for a team like that. And I don't know what his contract, you know, situation is. That's probably something that if he's locked in there, he's uh, gonna do the old Marshawn Lynch grind yeah. thing where he takes a year or so off at least. Oh, I'm um, retired. Wait. You can't trade me. Yeah, oh, best story ever. I don't blame him. I don't either. If, I heard, if you're getting traded from New England at the time to Detroit, yeah. Yeah, I'm retired. No, uh, yeah, you make the decision right then and there. <laughs> so, no, that was great story. Um, and, hey, you know what? Great for the Saints. Still don't think it affects them too much. I mean, this is you, – you want a game against a uh, beatable team in a lot of ways. Yeah. That's all I'm going to yeah. say, to put it nicely. Bills are uh, moving on, but the Bills are back in the win column. I honestly am shocked they even made it to this game. Um, seeing the stuff on Twitter, yeah. If you guys didn't get a chance to go look at all that, that was we got robbed. Great <laughs> game, man. <laughs> I don't think there would have been a game. Man. They the the snow mm. was like over the what do what do they call those? 
like oh the, it was like so up to the seats i mean yeah and then i saw packed. a video of this, this guy like opened his garage door and it was just a wall of snow. It was all snow, yeah. And oh my the ice videos of fans picking up players to get into the airport on snowmobiles because the roads are out. And it's I, I actually cool think it's a made miracle it, that they Respect. even got. Yeah, I don't know. And I I did hear I think they're going back because they play in Detroit on Thursday. They're actually going back. Oh uh, wow! In between, so and I, that's another thing. They had less practice time this week as well, and they still came out and yeah. did their thing. We're probably going to get less practice time going into this week. Um, yeah. Um, oh, but they just they they just they are who we know they are. Like Dennis Green said it best. Yeah, it was we good know. for them to get back in the in the wind couple though. After yeah. um, just some shaky, bit of a skid, yeah, and not and not there. a great performance from um, Josh Allen either. But to get eighty six yards out of Dev, wow, actually I didn't realize this. They had uh, eighty six yards out of Devin Singletary and eighty six yards out of. James Cook, who did it on seven less carries. James Cook averaged yeah, seven yards carry today. Cook's been getting more and more usage. That's why when I when I saw the, uh, you know, Naheem Hines trade, I was kind of like, all right, very lateral move. I don't think they're even going to really need to use him a whole lot between Singletary and James Cook being their kind of do-it-all guy. Yeah. You know, it is it is what it is. Um, the Bills ultimately – are just going to keep rolling, I think. I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like. The only concerns I have is just it's going to be Josh Allen in the playoffs. If we didn't see any problems last year, he's had turnover issues a bit this year. If he does have a bad game like that, I think that's where they could get caught. But well, the other my other concern is... say that they go into Arrowhead, it gets loud. Like it, it could be a repeat of last year. So the Bills' Pretty schedule, because they they are going to want to play as many home playoff games as they possibly can. So what's what? Yeah. Um, well, they got to beat that. So the they have to beat the Dolphins. They play the Dolphins, Dolphins on December. Run today, yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to. They're going to have to beat the Dolphins. Um, and then they got the Lions, the Patriots. They should win. They're going to need that Patriots game. Um, they have two Thursday night games back to back. That's kind of crazy, actually. I don't know if I've ever seen that ever. Um, hmm. but yeah, I, I they've got wins. They've got wins on that table. They just need to find a way to to get a home playoff game and and, and roll. I don't want. To, they don't want to go to Arrowhead again. But the Browns, we know who they are. I, I have no comments. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna add really anything until Deshaun Watson comes back, and even then. Yeah. It's- we're not going to know right away if he's first games back playing football in a while. Yeah. So it's really wait and see next year for this team. They just need to keep losing games. Help help them for next year. It's a lost season in my book. Yeah, that's a good a good way to put it. Uh, let's look at the Panthers Ravens box score How about it because this was just an absolute just a crap yeah, shoot. Typical Baker performance, and you know Lamar cooling off as of late. Doesn't bode well for the Ravens in the playoffs. I'm assuming they're going to get there. They're not really showing signs of that being an issue. But they need Lamar Jackson to be on fire. Like, we've seen it every year. He's pedestrian, if not poor, in the playoffs. He's got to have a good run. Otherwise, that that contract he's seeking, if you're not stepping it up in the playoffs, like it's that they're going to point to that. Like that is going to be right in the front of your contract negotiation, and eh, we'll see. And that's I mean we can play this game all day long. If we need more weeks to see how some of these teams are, but that's the reality. Like I'm confident in what the Chiefs can do. The Bills, even like the Bengals, like I kind of understand what they're doing, but the Ravens are pretty inconsistent on offense. It's just from what I see. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, one of the more Poor looking seven and three football teams I've seen in Ohio. As um, of late, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just looking at the stats, Demarcus Robinson nine for 128 today. And it's just random. Yeah. Um yeah, they, they've got they've got problems. And and with Bateman out for the year, or at least on IR, I think, is they're not gonna have them solved, especially especially if Andrews is gonna continue to be dinged up like he has been the last couple of weeks. That they're I am concerned. I, I share your sense. Um, 
How about how about though to keep moving through the noon window? How about the Lions winning their third in a row um, against a really good team? You know, seven and seven and two Giants, seven and three now. You know, we can say what we want about how fraudulent they've been, but you know, this was they went into into New York and beat them handily. You know, the other the they snuck by the Packers, they snuck by the Bears. This was not that. This was different. Um, and really wasn't – I don't really have much to attribute it to. You know, Goff was not excellent. Rushing, they got a three-headed monster, I guess. They got 60 yards from Jackson, 60 yards from Williams, and then a 20 and a touchdown from DeAndre Swift. But really, I'm impressed with the defense showing up out of nowhere, holding the Giants to 18 points, holding Saquon to 22 yards rushing. Yeah, it kind of seems like the formula. I mean, he forced Daniel Jones to basically just get him in the yeah, passing. Yeah, for, and even, for the even Lions Daniel to Jones, be the, like, the executors of that formula is what's surprising to me. Yeah, no, it is very surprising. And, and perhaps concerning. And it's, uh, another thing is it's it's not really like the uh, – like we're, we're writing off the Eagles kind of lost last – I mean, we're taking it into account, right? Like they lost the Commanders. They had a close game against Colts today. But the Giants, like, we've kind of seen some of these games where they, they pull it out in close games. They don't always look great doing it. Uh, I, I definitely, like you said, fraudulent could be the perfect word. I mean, they, they are 7-3. and three. They're not locked into a playoff spot. I'm not saying they're going to miss. But I think initially going into, you know, even like this week and the general consensus so far is this team is going to be a high seed in the NFC. And the way things are shaping out, that may not be the case. They definitely got division games remaining, and none of their opponents are easy. Like, <laughs> that division, all of a sudden, the NFC East is very crowded. And I don't know. I, I think, really, you look at the commanders, they have been playing a lot better as of late than the Giants. And who knows? We could see a little switcheroo there. I don't think yeah, people saw that's fair. the Dolphins I mean, game back. hopping over the Bills. Yeah, I mean, they're right there. Um, mm. to move on, I just, I just looked this up. You saw my jaw drop. Uh, the Raiders beat the Broncos in overtime 22 to 16. Yeah, that's, so. that's typical because you know why? I mean, it's it, the, the Broncos still to this. I don't, have they gotten over 20 points in a game? This year? I don't think so. I, that's I like the know. magic number. You get, you get a little close to 20 points. Broncos are screwed. They got no shot. There's no way they put together more than like two or three. Oh my gosh. The ball we are, by the way, if you guys go re listen to the uh, fantasy frenzy draft, we are idiots. Devontae Adams, seven for 141, and he scored another touchdown to win the game. So he had two touchdowns today. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I don't care. We are. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, those things happen. <laughs> he says, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, screw it. You know, this, is why, like, this is why I'm confused why the Raiders are three and seven. <laughs> because Derek Carr throws for three hundred yards and two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs. This is on one of the best defenses in the league. Josh Jacobs, twenty-four carries for hundred yards, has another fifty receiving, and then Devontae Adams has one hundred and forty yards receiving and two touchdowns. How is this team bad? I, I, I. Well, I actually know the answer. It's, it's their head coach, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's not getting this team to show up every week, and that's where the instant you know. Well, the and, and how when you read all that you see against the Chiefs the and stuff, that, you know. When you read all that yardage, they only have 22 points to show for it. Yeah. Execution down at the goal line. Creativity is definitely an issue. I, uh, yeah, that does not shock me. I mean, hey, it went into overtime. I was right flipping the coin. (laughs) And that was the Broncos were literally a field goal from keeping that out of overtime. But again, they can't get over 18 points. I mean, if they'd be doing that every week, they would be at this point eight. Yeah, two, um, what was like, come on. what was what was um, supposed to be and was said by the announcers Russell Wilson's best throwing day of this season, which was like two hundred and forty yards and no touchdowns. So, nice. yeah, nice. It, real nice. Did you see the fifty uh, million dollars? Did you year, see? Man. Did you see the reports? It was from an inside source, and they said that they can't confirm, but they've heard rumors from inside the Broncos locker room that Russell Wilson. He's calling Seahawks audibles at the line of scrimmage. It's and nobody knows team. what's going on. 
Nobody knows what play he's calling. That would be crazy if it's true. <laughs> That's like Dude. maybe he's had more concussions than we're aware of. But Dude, wow. This is so I've never Seems seen like, yeah. I can't remember the last time we saw something like this. A quarterback that we touted to be like pretty good go somewhere else and just be horrible. Just fall off a cliff. Fall off the face of like, the planet. Like I, I, I'm really curious to what he turns in this year for numbers wise. It might be, and again, being what he's paid, we might have a similar to a Carson Wentz situation, but almost nearly worse. No, he's worse than Carson years, Wentz this year. Right, like the worse. years that are attached to it, you'd make the case this dude is a backup level quarterback, but they, there's no way he's going to go there because of how much money is invested in him. Yeah, it is a tough day, tough year to be a Broncos fan. Yeah. Oh, I, man, I, I hate I, to see it. It's a tough decade to be a Broncos fan at this point. I mean, jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, but oh, was there sweet. any more in the noon games? I know we no, got we're hops through, and we're through the noon games. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, These bye weeks, they really. Yeah. So we'll talk about up. let's talk about Bengals Steelers. It just concluded. Uh, the Steelers did get another touchdown. Najee uh, did did score a second touchdown of the day. So it was good to see him have his best game of the year. Yeah, Trent Richardson 2.0. You know what, man? I got burned by Trent Richardson 2.0, so it was good to see him. Yeah, hey, I got I got burned by the, the OG back in my first started playing fantasy football. <laughs> I thought he was so good. When, he was really good for his rookie year when I had him, and I picked him again. And worst, oh, man. I wasn't even happy when he got traded to the Colts. I thought the Browns were the problem, not that he just couldn't see. He's actually legally blind. So yeah, I was. uh, Wow, man. Um, Good for Najee. Bengals. This was a. I think this was a more important win. Thirty-seven to thirty than people might realize. Um, To get to six and four rather than being five and uh, five and five with lost or the division loss to the Steelers is pretty significant. And to score thirty-seven points on a defense at full strength that is generally. I would argue pretty good now that they got TJ Watt back. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, and to do it all without Jamar Chase is the significant uh, piece here. But Joe Burrow seems to be hitting his stride, I guess, would be the way, you know. He, he, we've seen this story before. Yeah, they're and, right you know, around. We've seen this before. And you know what? Maybe the Bengals are going to prove – maybe this is over time, and maybe a slight prediction here. The Bengals are going to prove to be the uh, the Jimmy Butler of or the Miami Heat of the NFL. Joe Burrow, Jimmy Butler, same where initials, they just, man. They just coast for the first half of the season, and they say, oh, all right, time to start trying. Time to carry my team as far as we can go this year. Because, yeah, yeah I saw that meme again today, too, and I was cracking up. It was like, Jimmy Butler. Are you still confident in the Ravens overcoming the uh, Bengals here? I know the Bengals are. Oh, bad, you know, it's but... only a game. No, I'm not. And I've been unconfident <laughs> in that for a couple weeks now, especially since Mark Andrews is down. But, um, yeah. you know, I got the game edge, so I can't be, I can't be mad. I can't be mad. But, yeah, I, I Burrow 355 and four touchdowns. I know he threw two picks today, but. He's been just so steady, though. Like you just you can't see the poise and whatnot, like out of guys like Zach Wilson, and it really any like it's been kind of Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow. There's a Tua you can throw in there, but there's like a high volume of young quarterbacks in the NFL, and it's pretty fifty fifty of what's panning out. And Joe Burrow, I would definitely say, has already established himself as. He's yeah. going to be a franchise uh, guy. And I'll yeah. say this. I, I would like to see Burrow get back to the Super Bowl because I, all I remember from that day is he kept saying uh, – He was close to Quarterbacks who lose their first – the last like 13 quarterbacks who lost their first Super Bowl appearance never got back. And they would show the graphic. And there was wow. actually like some pretty significant names. And there was a couple of like Rex Grossman's on there where it was like – Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, but then there were like Steve McNair was on there. Like some significant guys that like, hmm, this is yeah. like – It was going back all the way to like the 80s, I think. And it was like, hmm, this is like a serious trend here. Um, wow. But – yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was. I'd like to see him get back to break that trend. I think he's got the poise to do it. I, you know, um, but we'll see he's what his guy. offense. I'm scared to see this offense. Well, am I scared to see this offense when it gets Jamar Chase back? I don't know because Zach Taylor. Depends they use him. So yeah, he might have been just saving him. Who knows? 
Now, this leaves one more game uh, left for us to talk about today. And I feel like we've moved pretty fast through this. So, um, yeah, that's what it does. Vikings, Cowboys. I, I, 40 to three was the final score. <laughs> yeah, that's a beat down. I was really thinking one of those was going to come on like the Texans or, or the Colts. I think I called that last week. Not to see it, the team that went into Buffalo and beat them. This was so bizarre. I, I'm kind of the, you know, you talk about being confused with this. Like, I don't really know what to say. I can't crap I, on the Vikings. This is the first time they've looked bad all year. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, I did say this last week, and this is maybe my only assessment. I said that the Vikings, they're the Vikings, man. History does not... You know, history repeats itself, I guess is what I'm going to say. And this is just like, that's the only thing I can chalk this up to because there's no other logical explanation for a team that goes into Buffalo. Oh, no, I know what it was. It wasn't a new. Oh, no, you know what you it understand. was. These no, daylight no, savings times, it gets darker. It's the America's darker. game of the week. That's true. That's what it was. Yeah, it's an honorary double primetime prime effect. Prime yeah, time. see, so that's what I mean. That's like, why they lost. In terms of the culprit, it's just. You can't ask Kirk yeah, Mr. 12 of 23 all. for 105 yards. Get up. Yeah, this is not going to get it done. It, it, it's yeah. more than that, though. I mean, to give up 40 points, this is what I was saying. Is Everybody everybody was getting so high on this Vikings defense, and I just don't see it, man. And uh, I also have some, some thoughts for the Cowboys. I do have an explanation as to why they look so much better this week against a team that routed the Packers, who they lost to last week. Uh, the Cowboys are a dome team, man. I'm just going to go out and say it. They're a dome team. They're, they're, that's oh, the, that, the way that team is constructed, yeah. No they question. Are, they they are play a better. dome team. They are on paper, they look like a dome team, and mentally, they look like a dome team. They, they, they looked so bad in the Green Bay cold last week. And You uh, know, they still had 28 points, though. Like, that game still was down in the wire. Christian Watson was a surprise emergence. Like, for the Cowboys case, and I hate defending the Cowboys, they really just kind of solidified why they're going to be contenders this year. We could see the same usual Cowboys garbage where they look great every year and then the first round they get bounced. Yeah, I, but, I will continue to say the usual Cowboys. Yeah, like until we see I will not ever it, you know? buy it. Look, I am 21 years old. <laughs> I will not buy into a Cowboys NFC, even just an NFC championship appearance. Until I see it with my own two eyes. And so it's been like 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not buying in. Um, <laughs> at this point, I, as a betting man, if the odds were who goes farther in the playoffs, the Cowboys or the Packers, I might put money on the Packers because, <laughs> or, or no, no, we'll phrase it like who wins more playoff games. Uh, and then I get my money back if they both win zero. Yeah. I take the Packers. Um, because yeah, yeah, I, I, that's yeah. just where I'm at with the Cowboys playoff playoff historically. But yeah, they're really good, man. I uh, did see that. What's his face got dinged up today, Micah Parsons, which is not good. If that's that it's going to be problematic. If it is, yeah, I I I, I feel like I want to spend a little more time on this game. I, I just don't. I don't know what to say about the Vikings, man. I, I'm at a loss. For words, a loss for explanation, other than it's America's game of the week and Kirk Cousins doesn't show up. It, it's just like yeah. this looked like so like this this Vikings team looked so not like the Mike Zimmer Vikings, where they would look so good one week and so bad the next. And now I'm a little concerned because this is now their second blowout loss to an NFC East team. And it's just like well, they'll probably see again. They're seeing they one of them the again. Team. There's no way they don't right. see another NFC East team. And they still got the Giants coming up. So um I am just concerned if this is what if this is what this is now two in a row for the Eagles. And say what you want about the Bills, right? That's impressive, right? We all thought it meant, you know, maybe the Bills aren't who we think they are. Maybe that's the answer here. Maybe, 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 you know, or, or maybe everybody's not who they, we think they are. We have no idea what we're talking about, which is probably more like that's usually the, yeah, general assessment um, over here. <laughs> but 40 to 37 point loss at home. That's the, that's the thing, too. At home. Um, I'm yeah, concerned. It's, 
I'm concerned. A game like this is concerning. My really only like just answer it was it just it was a night it was a nightmare day for the Vikings in terms of their offense. Uh, we can say what they want about the defense. It's a team that I ultimately think if that offense falls, the defense is going to fall. Like their offense usually sustains drives. They usually keep that defense off the field so they're fresh. When they get in this, you know, I mean, you saw Tony Pollard explode. Like then they kind of get start running off the field a bit. They're not going to really rebound. And Kirk wasn't doing any favors. That offense in the hole, they just couldn't get anything going. And it, it just kind of felt like when it started raining, it started pouring. And if yeah. that's the case, you know, well, in, I just, in the playoffs when it's in prime time, do we really expect Kirk Cousins to step up and stop the bleeding? I don't think so. They can't do it at home. Yeah, the concern. That's, no, that's well said. I concerning. think the number one concern about the Vikings right now needs to be what it was going into the year: their defense. Yeah, I, I think their yeah. defense is is just not. You not want the defense to get better, not start to fall off. Yeah, and, and it's really old. Buffalo, and it's a really old defense too. So you got to think about mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, they're an injury to away legs. from like not being contenders. Like it's it's a pole hammy yeah. somebody in the defense or whatever. They're thin, especially in that team. So yeah, gonna have to see. We'll see. Big, time you know, time will tell. Them. Time will tell. I do have some bad news for you. Um, you came into the week with a two, with a two game lead, and uh, I am currently. We both have the same Sunday and Monday night picks. I'm nine and nine and three so far, and you're six and six. So I've you know the lead changes are got me crazy. by a game. Yeah, the lead changes the last like, three or four weeks are. Uh, yeah, I can't believe you actually picked the Broncos again. <laughs> it was the coin. At least I can blame it on that. I, I was um, going to pick the Raiders. Look like a bozo either. I just wanted fate to decide. And then I guess I could fill out – I haven't filled out the afternoon games for Fancy Frenzy. And Frenzy. Plus, I still have Patrick Mahomes, Kittle, Hopkins. You have Sam yeah, Ol- Samuel a Kelsey. There's a lot of guys playing in prime time. So um, I'll have we'll to fill have that to out. recap that. But we'll recap that on Thursday. Um, obviously, thanks again for listening, guys. Um, we don't have much more to add other than, you know, we don't know what's going on. I am, you know, I'm at a loss. I would love to sit here and just crap on the Vikings. Bamboozle. They're eight two, man. Like they're a good team. So I don't know what's going on. Um, I I don't know who's going to the Super Bowl. I have no predictions anymore. I if you know, yeah, I, that I, I would say that's as I, murky as ever. I, I have you know, anybody at this could point. it be could it be the Eagles? Probably not. But you know, who's going to beat them? Oh, actually, you know what? I, I I do. You know what? You know what? Let's take a couple minutes to talk about this. I actually know exactly. I will make a Super Bowl prediction. <laughs> Tampa Bay is going to the Super Bowl this year, and I'm I like just, Bengals Buccaneers. I would love to see Bengals Buccaneers. I, I actually um, think that's that's. Really but with all this stuff coming out about Tom Brady being cheated on for the last year, and the only reason he unretired is because he didn't feel any love at home, and he came back to the game Jeez. so he could feel love. Um, yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl, man, and he's not retiring for uh, the next three or four years. Uh, no. So this guy's I have fifty. I have completely, if you go check the preseason podcast, I, I was completely like, what's going on with the Bucs? They're not going to be good this year. And yeah, they haven't been, but uh, they're turning the page. And uh, I think it's time that we turn the page with them because uh, the they NFC is dangerous. wide open. Wide open. And I see no yeah. team that they can't beat. So the Bengals go no back. Doubt. I'd be really impressed, but I wouldn't be shocked. So, yeah. Uh, and they just got to keep scoring. Yeah, that's, and that's what they've been doing these past couple of weeks is just outscoring teams. That's yeah. how they got to the Super Bowl, you know. Yeah, We'll see. That's Those are my closing thoughts. The Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. I'm going to hate it. I'm going to hate every second of it. But Yeah, we might love it, though. It's uh, you know, it's hard not to root for the guy at this point. It's hard not to root for the guy at this point. How do you not root for the guy after what's going on? What's coming out? So, yeah, uh, that's brutal. Yeah, it's it's wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. And you know what? He's pretty close to it. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as always, Fair guys, enough. be sure to check us out on uh, YouTube. Check us out on uh, TikTok, Instagram, all, all the good stuff. Um, we'll be back uh, on Wednesday this week for NBA Wednesday. I'll be traveling on Tuesday. So uh, we'll be and having our first skating. guest appearance on Wednesday. Talk talk some basketball and, uh, you know, really uh, have a good time crapping on the Lakers because that's what I like to do. But um, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah there's some other teams that are going to get it. That's yeah, all I'm going to say. That, that, that is true. But some um, other teams on the radar. We're going to take off. We got the Sunday night game kicking off in about 10 minutes. So any any closing thoughts oh, for yeah. you? No, I was looking forward to Wednesday. You know, fresh voice for you guys to hear. Definitely should spark some debate. Um, I'll try and come up with a little fun segment. Well, maybe game who we play for will be entertaining, but as always, uh, maybe we can get some yeah, historic kind of some all time player debates, if you will. Maybe it's a special edition of better or worse for the holiday. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, we'll be looking forward to it. Um, I don't know if as well, well, we'll keep you guys updated on Wednesday, but might have to change the Thanksgiving record time as well. Obviously, we usually come out with yes. that episode on Thursday. That might be tough to do given the holiday. Um, but no, regardless, I mean, Friday is usually would be a solid upload time. Nonetheless, we'll figure it out. You'll keep hearing us in your ears. Um, thank you all for listening. And uh, yeah, if yeah, I'll pan it back to you unless you have a closing remark. We can get on out of here, pack it up. And yeah, I don't got much to say. Football. Thanks for listening. Um, check us out on Wednesday. So have a good one. Peace.